Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beit Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip. Each week this year, we will hear a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha from our Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Aviva Richmond. Let's listen. Calling in. Relationship when we don't expect it. The first verse in Vayikra seems mundane and predictable. God speaks to Moshe in the Mishkan, as God does throughout much of the Torah. Yet, as we saw in Parshat Pekude at the end of the book of Shemot, Moshe did not expect this call. The call of Vayikra is an unexpected gesture of intimacy. Through this lens, the whole book of Vayikra represents an invitation into relationship across apparent obstacles and boundaries. Vayikra asks of us, what are the ways in which we feel distant from God? or others? What does it mean to hear a call beckoning us close in those very moments of feeling far away? In Parshat Pekude, we explored a parable where Moshe was like a servant who built a palace at the king's request and expected to remain outside. We probed how it could possibly be that Moshe didn't expect to go inside the Mishkan. Now, in Vayikra, we will linger on the moment of the call and the significance of this unexpected invitation inside. At the time, the Holy Blessed One said to Moshe, Make me a dwelling place. On everything that he made, he would write, Just as God commanded Moshe. Moshe. The Holy Blessed One said, All of this honor Moshe has made for me, and I am inside, and he is outside. He called him that he should enter inside. Therefore it says, and he called to Moshe, Vayikra el Moshe. The call to Moshe allows him to cross a boundary, just as the servant crosses a boundary into the palace he had no rights to be in. Like the servant, Moshe leaves behind an aspect of hierarchical distance in his relationship with God, forging a closer connection as an insider in God's home. God's call was an invitation into a new and unimagined stage in the intimacy of their relationship. The formative nature of this call becomes all the more powerful when we see in another Midrash that Moshe would relive this moment of beckoning again and again. Through careful Midrashic derivation, the Sifra concludes that God called Moshe, Moshe, not just here, but before each and every time God spoke to him. One might think that this proliferation of calling cheapens its impact. The first call was unexpected, but after the third or tenth or fiftieth time, wouldn't it become trivial? We can understand the significance of these many calls when we have our parable in mind. Perhaps between God's speech acts, Moshe's anxiety or self-doubt resurfaced. He might have continually wondered whether he belonged in this relationship with God. Every time Moshe heard God calling his name, he relives the experience of that first unexpected call into the Mishkan. Vayikra is a persistent invitation that reminds Moshe again and again that God wants to be close with him. Indeed, the Midrash goes on to define God's call of Moshe Moshe as an expression of love, chibah. The proliferation of God's loving calls to Moshe becomes a literary parallel to the servant architect who inscribed the king's name everywhere, and the Torah's refrain, just like God commanded Moshe for each part of the Mishkan. We might have understood this as a demonstration of obedience, but now it carries the valence of love, or even infatuation, 
Moshe invoked God's name repeatedly in setting up the Mishkan as he longed to be back in relationship. God calls Moshe's name again and again as a repeated expression of a desire to be close. This reading of Vayikra evokes the way a parent recites their child's name obsessively, or the thrill of speaking your lover's name or hearing a lover speak your name. Vayikra holds the sense of intimacy that comes with knowing that another person consistently wants to be close to you, to grow with you. The continued naming by the other bears witness to an evolving self. Each time the name is articulated, it is with new knowledge of who this person is and what it means to love them. Another part of the Sifra passage relates to this kind of evolving identity. Moshe Moshe, hu Moshe ad shelo imo, hu Moshe mi imo. Another explanation of Moshe Moshe, the repeated call of Moshe's name. He was Moshe before God spoke with him, and he was Moshe after God spoke with him. This cryptic interpretation speaks to both the deepening and stability of Moshe's identity as God spoke with him regularly. Being open to deep relationship with God or with another person can be a daunting proposition. The kind of vulnerability it requires and possibility for self-reflection and change demands a degree of courage, risk, and stamina to face what could be a disorienting experience. This midrash reassures us that Moshe's intimate encounters with God did not overwhelm his sense of self. Moshe evolves more into becoming Moshe by virtue of this relationship. The experience of this kind of loving intensity in relationship with God doesn't end with Moshe. Rashi draws on these Midrash traditions when introducing Vayikra so that the sense of God's love frames our own encounter with this new book of the Torah. In fact, Rashi generally highlights God's love in his comments at the beginning of each book of the Torah, recreating for us the Midrashic reality that Moshe experienced. Each time we open up the Torah to read God's words at the beginning of every divine utterance, so to speak, the words themselves must be embedded in this loving relational stance. We can only encounter words of Torah if we can hear God calling our own names first. And we will hopefully come to know the potential of our names and selves more deeply by virtue of this call into Torah. The book of Vayikra beckons us into the deepest of relationships. Its many details, when framed within the valence of love, offer pathways to navigate the complexities of intimacy, whether on a divine or interpersonal level. What we learn from the parable of the servant architect, who never expected to be invited inside, is that the possibility for intimacy can traverse what we perceive as impenetrable boundaries and obstacles. A relationship of Kedusha integrates those parts of our life that might feel most overwhelming or isolating. Our experience of gratitude, guilt, sexuality, birth, death, illness, all become catalysts to step deeper into relationship with God and with others and to strengthen our ever-evolving sense of self. Shabbat Shalom. We'll close with a niggin by Deborah Saxman's The Sunrise Niggin. Yada da 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 da
This episode of Tashma was produced by Jeremy Tabak and Sam Greenberg. I'm your host, Rabbi Avi Killip. It's been a pleasure to learn with you.